When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Decrypt.co, this is Matthew Aaron. Today on the show, Ripple threatens to move out of the U.S. KuCoin reopens Bitcoin deposits and withdraws. And BMW is launching a blockchain-based rewards app in Korea. All coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Hey everyone, how you doing today? It is Wednesday, October 7, 2020, and I spent most of my mornings shopping for health insurance, which is the most complex, convoluted thing I've done in a long time. So yeah, I have all these plans lined up, and I don't even know what I'm trying to do or trying to compare or trying to buy. Go see a general practitioner for hundred something dollars. But they discount it 70%. Then it's $125. But you don't pay that. We pay 100 bucks of it. You pay 25 So why don't you just tell me it was 25 But then there's co-pays and my premiums and my membership fee. There's a membership fee. Plus then my deductible is $3,000. But then they pay up to X amount of... It's just insane how complex and convoluted this process is. So total monthly premium is $370 a month. $370 a month? So that got me thinking. How can we do healthcare on the blockchain? <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I really don't know. I know there's health records on the blockchain, but healthcare on the blockchain, probably things you can't do. So I was also like thinking, like, how can we do COVID on the blockchain? Like, how can we help COVID or any other thing? You know, they, you know, when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. This is what we do here. Everything looks like a nail because we're talking cryptocurrency and blockchain. The only thing I could think with COVID is maybe contact tracing on the blockchain. Well, I don't, I don't really don't know. Let me know. Send me an email, MatthewAaron at Decrypt.co. Never mind. Don't send me an email if you're a health company because I don't care about your health insurance unless you're going to make it for free. Single payer system, healthcare for all. That's what I advocate for. And that's enough of that. Here are the crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. I'm recording this at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $10,624.27, down 0.9% from yesterday. Ethereum, $338 even. Lowest price since September 23rd, down 3.5% from yesterday. Litecoin, $4621, down 2.9% from yesterday. Chainlink, $882, down 4.2% from yesterday. And XRP, $0.24.8, down 1.5% from yesterday. Down across the board, a little bit of a bloodbath. Total market cap for all cryptocurrencies, $335.2 billion, with a BTC dominance of 58.7%. And for the news, today you're just stuck with me, so be prepared for a rant, a commentary, or my two cents. First up in the news, Ripple executive threatens to move out of the U.S. over regulations. Ripple Executive Chairman Chris Larson said today that his company, based in San Francisco, could move abroad if the U.S. doesn't create regulatory environment that allows cryptocurrency companies to compete globally. He said, in quote, To be honest with you, we're even looking at relocating our headquarters to a much more friendly jurisdiction. End quote. He goes on to talk about how that in Asia or in Europe, 
you have the advantage of capital markets and regulators and innovators all in the same city. In the United States, that's not the case, where you have New York investors, Washington lawmakers, and Silicon Valley tech entrepreneurs that don't understand each other all in different places. Well, here's the first of my two cents while living in Taiwan. I know that they are very, very adamant in trying to make huge moves in trying to attract international businesses over to Taipei and other cities within Taiwan, even creating a sandbox for tech startups, especially blockchain startups, to move to Taipei. They will even give them cash and tax advantages so that they can set up shop in Taiwan. I bet there's a lot of places around the world that are doing this, but when people like Elon Musk and others are moving out of California and saying that they want to move and relocate and also building factories around the world, we have to take a close look at what's happening over in Silicon Valley. And don't forget, there are states, Wyoming being one of them, that are taking regulations by the horns, Wyoming joke, pun, kind of, not too funny, whatever, but taking regulations by the horns to make sure that it is friendly for innovation. Maybe we should look closely at what Chris Larson is saying. And just like our previous news, this next news also comes out of the LA Blockchain Summit. SEC Commissioner Helster Pierce, aka CryptoMom, plots Safe Harbor 2.0 proposal for crypto startups. CryptoMom is planning an updated proposal to give crypto startups a grace period, plus she discusses the unicorn settlement and challenges of regulating DeFi. She's on the record saying there is some real potential for some major and revolutionary change coming out of DeFi that will challenge the regulatory structure in a number of ways. We are going to have to ask a lot of really difficult questions about what that means and about how we regulate things, she concludes. Hester Pierce also noted that she's open to negotiations and says that she is willing to tweak the security laws as a remedy rather than simply just push ahead with her safe harbor proposal. That means please sit at the negotiation table. Let's talk crypto. Let's talk innovation. And guess who's getting a new cryptocurrency? The Marshall Islands. And it's called the SOV. It's a fully-fledged state-backed cryptocurrency set to launch within the next few months. It's meant to help the island nation end its reliance on the U.S. dollar. SFB Technologies is set to get 7.5% of the monetary supply for the work of creating the blockchain and cryptocurrency. They state that they're not in the business of pumping and dumping, which with 7.5% of the monetary supply could be a dump for this nationally-backed cryptocurrency. And to prevent against that, they are locked up for five years after its launch. A Europol report says that cryptocurrencies are still exploited for a number of crimes. While legitimate crypto activity has increased faster than illegitimate crypto activity, crimes are still commonplace. Such crimes as sextortion, theft, and more sophisticated dark web interactions all make use of crypto. But I want to please refer everybody back to the podcast that I did last week about all of the money being laundered through traditional banks. And we're talking not millions, not billions but trillions of dollars using the traditional finance system. So there's that. Well, as we all know, KuCoin was hacked on September 26 for $280 million. Well, when these kind of things happen, you know exchanges, they like to take precautions. So they usually just halt trading. They stop everything. They don't want things moving around out in the markets from their exchange so they can, well, they can do uh, a PR response, first of all. Second, they can start tracing where these coins went and from which wallets. And, well, they have to figure out where the vulnerabilities were. So they just stop everything. KuCoin is opening back up and they're starting to trickle in deposits and withdrawals, gradually opening up to ramp back up trading. And in related news, KuCoin has found the hackers who stole the $281 million in crypto. I said $280 before, it's actually $281. That one just seems like a rounding thing, but I don't know why it's a million dollars. It's 
a lot of money. Anyway, so if you want to know more about who the CEO of KuCoin thinks is the hacker and has, in quotes, substantial proof for the culprits of the massive hack, link is below in the show notes. And just a random thought, you guys know the movie Starship Troopers? Remember the parts where they had like the news headlines and they would say, do you want to know more? That's what I feel like every time I refer you to the show notes for more articles on Decrypt. It's like, and this is the headline, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to know more? Links in the show notes. Eh, just how I feel. Starship Troopers. Great movie if you haven't seen it. Classic. Classic. And in my favorite news of the day, BMW is launching a blockchain-based rewards app in Korea. The luxury car maker said users will be rewarded based on their purchases they make and can redeem points for various benefits like discounts or accessing private events. So how much will you get? For new and first-time buyers of BMW models, you can receive anywhere from 300,000 to 900,000 points per purchase. For example, a 5 series or a 6 series can get you 900,000, but like an X series, like an X2, maybe around 300 to 600,000, the company said. Anyway, that makes no sense because how much is a point? 900,000 points is that, what does that even mean? But I think it's cool. And what's also really cool about it is BMW Korea noted that while the Vantage offer only will be for Korea, the program will eventually be launched globally. I feel that these rewards programs on the blockchain are just, they're pointless. I mean, you can do this on a centralized system. Everywhere has reward points. You can actually just give them a stamp card at BMW. Buy a car, you get a stamp or something, or maybe two stamps. Collect all six for a free, I don't know, latte or something. Anyway, what's good about this is I think that it is a bridge to something more in the future because they want to see how the blockchain system will work and some kind of basic reward system is a very low-hanging fruit, something they've already done before that they already probably have existing or have a lot of reference to so they can start using blockchain. But once you have blockchain integrated into an app or in a system or whatever, then you can get rewarded for all kinds of different things. Mileage, driving data, what you're listening to on the radio, or just many different things you can get incentivized for while you're driving down the road using blockchain and micropayments and so on and so forth. So what I'm hoping is that this is just not in a, a reward system on the blockchain catchphrase, haha, this is so cool, but it's actually a way for them to text the technology to see what it's capable of for them to roll it out in more of like an internet of things, using your car and incentivizing people for different things and driving habits or referrals or just maybe an all-inclusive app that can gamify the whole driving experience. I think that'd be really cool. Let's see what they do with it. But that is my top news of the day. I have never said what my top news of the day was before, probably never again, but there you have it. That's my top news of the day. And I know you're not asking, but my favorite BMW is the M8 competition. It's sick. It's sick. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. Remember, head over to the Apple Podcast podcast app and subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and a great comment. It helps people find this show when they're like, hmm, I wonder what those Bitcoins are. I want to get some of those bitcoins and, and make money and, and innovation and technology and moon and lambos then when they put all that stuff into the search bar and they'll be able to find the show again thank you for listening and i'll see you tomorrow happy hodling everybody